Welcome back to Biased Opinion Podcast. This is episode 29. I'm here with PJ. Uh, I think I believe it's March 17th today. It's a real tough day to be a Patriots fan. Crazy day in the NFL. Crazy day and crazy week in sports overall. This has been uh, truly insane. But uh, big news of the day. Tom Brady is no longer New England Patriot. Expect to sign with the Tampa Buccaneers. Let's get into it. PJ, you start us off. Yeah, I was I was definitely a little bit surprised because Sunday, uh, Ryan Tannehill re-signed with the Titans. So that was one team that Brady couldn't go to. And then I guess the 49ers said Jimmy G was their QB. So the 49ers were not uh, were not getting rid of Jimmy G. So then those were like the two most likely candidates gone. And then I read an article that it's between returning to the Patriots or going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I was like, <laughs> okay, Brady's definitely staying. There's no way he's going <laughs> to suit up for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then, yeah, this morning he posted on all the social media that he's leaving. He didn't announce the team, but it's been widely reported that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are his team in the future. And that is that is very surprising. I don't think anybody saw that one coming. You can see it was probably 50-50 whether he stayed or left, but going to the Buccaneers, that was that's yeah. insane. Like before we even get into like the how this is going to like the Buccaneers and what we think they're going to do or whatever. Um like, the whole time during this free agency, I truly didn't think he was gone. Like, I'm going to be completely honest. I did not even... A lot of people said, like, deep down, I thought he was going to leave. I did, Deep down, I thought for 100... Like, I was rattled that I, when I woke up to this message this morning. Because deep down, I thought he was staying. And I 100% thought he was staying. I just thought... Uh, I was looking at all this crap that was coming out. And I was... Uh, I just thought it was negotiation to get weapons or negotiation to get more money. And it was all negotiation. Just Brady's camp putting it out for more money. The weapons weapons. never came. The weapons never came. People said the Pats were in on Hopkins but couldn't match the capital. (laughs) Well, I don't know how you don't match a second rounder and a terrible running back making $11 million a year or whatever he makes when... Yeah, so I I don't know how much I bought into that one. The Pats were in on Hopkins but couldn't match the capital. Diggs, they gave him a first rounder, so I guess I can understand why the Pats don't want to give up all those picks for Diggs. But Hopkins was three years left on his deal, and you couldn't match that. That was embarrassing to me. But anyways, all this like, oh, Brady Brady might go sign with the Chargers. Brady wants to go play with the Chargers. He wants to play with the team. I thought it was just Brady putting this stuff out so Bill would do this, and I thought the whole time he was going to come back. And then, uh, yeah, I thought there was a lot of this speculation going on. didn't believe anything Schefter said. In hindsight, I was completely wrong. And, yeah, it was just kind of hit me like a – like, like, hit me like a brick wall this morning when I woke up. And mm-hmm. first thing I see on my phone when my alarm goes off this morning, Tom Brady no longer a Patriot. I was, I was, it was a tough way to wake up. <laughs> it's, it was bad, but yeah, it's, it's stunning to be honest. It's, I don't know, just, I don't know what to say. It's, it's tough. Yeah, the Buccaneers have not made the playoffs since two thousand seven, uh, when they lost in a wild card game. They haven't won a playoff game since they won the Super Bowl in two thousand and two. And they have the second uh, least amount of Twitter followers in the National Football League. So in the NFL, they rank 31st in the amount of Twitter followers. So he's basically going to a team that has really no no brand or no popularity amongst the league. And you'd think if he left, you'd go join like a marquee team where he, I don't know, yeah. more publicity. But I guess now America's going to get used to Sunday night football games with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on. Yeah. Monday night games with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on. I mean, this... The NFC South is going to be a pretty... The Falcons are never going to be a really good team, I don't think. But they are like, they play exciting football. They just, they just throw the ball downfield all the time. So that's fun to watch. The Panthers have the new coach. 
Uh, Matt Rule. Matt Rule. They got. They're gonna have. They have Teddy Bridgewater, and McCaffrey's obviously probably the best running back in the game. So it's. I mean, it's gonna be those two teams. Even though they're the bottom of the division, those are gonna be more fun to watch than any AFC East team. And then Saints. These Saints Tampa Bay games are gonna be the most hyped games of the season, probably. Yeah. Right? I, there's definitely gonna be probably the most hyped games of the season, if not. Other than uh, I probably I bet you the Chiefs Tampa Bay game is gonna be. Uh, that's got to be Monday Night Football, but um, there's going to be... They I don't play know, the Packers, too. Yeah, Brady-Rodgers, yeah. I mean, that's a matchup that we haven't seen a ton, but always gets hyped up when it does. I saw it last year, actually, but um, it's going to be just a weird, weird season. It's going to be... I don't, even, I don't even know where to start because it's, it's going to be crazy, but um, yeah, I, I think the branding side of things, I think... There's you can do like play on words obviously with TB Tampa Bay Brady Tampa Brady I don't know T, whatever his brand TB twelve brand will be fine I think Tampa Bay Dickie V and all the Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans are hyped on Twitter waiting list already at thirteen hundred for season tickets so even though Tampa Bay is a wicked small uh, brand relative to the rest of the NFL I do think that Brady going there instantly changes that and I mean more people are going to care about the Buccaneers are probably going to be the most watched team in football next year besides the Cowboys. Yeah, I Probably agree. second most. Who's I would much rather watch the Buccaneers than the Patriots next year. And they're going to be scoring a lot of points and giving up a lot of points too. Yeah, it's going to be a shootout at most games. It's going to be in a division where other teams are going to all these games are going to be high scoring. It's going to be it's going to be entertaining. It's it's I don't know. It's I think it it didn't make sense when I first thought it when I like Brady to the Buccaneers. Like um, if you told me this a month ago, I'd have told you you're a moron making <laughs> stuff up. It's, this is terrible. But you think about it, I mean, he's never had two receivers this good at the same time, probably. And if they get Antonio Brown. And if they get Antonio, yeah. Nobody like, in the Buccaneers cares about their image. <clears throat> They'll take Antonio Brown and wait eight games for him to come back. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Arians doesn't care. But they went like the he had Welker and Moss at the same time, which I don't think Welker, Welker obviously like had. 200 catches or whatever, but he, uh, I mean, Brady kind of made Welker, I think. That's, I think that's not, I don't think that's a reach to say that Welker is far, never, was never an elite receiver and that without Brady, he was, uh, not anything special. So, it, I don't know, this is the first time Brady's going to two guys, like having two receivers at the same time that are this good. Truly top, two top 10 at least receivers in the league right now, I'd say. At least numbers wise, both top five. Um, Plus, you have two tight ends who are both proven really good players. And then, apparently, they're going to add Melvin Gordon and maybe Antonio Brown. <laughs> you have a super team in Tampa Bay right now. I don't know what defense. I don't know about O-line. But the Browns last year, this is like this on steroids. This, the Sports Center and Bleach Report are going to be eating this up on Twitter right now. Yeah. Uh, I guess, yeah, on ESPN, it says there is no signed date or official announcement officially set up. But Brady is expected to be a Buccaneer. I mean, that sentence just... Doesn't sound that right. Is Brady is expected to be a Buccaneer. Buccaneer. That is insane. It's so, it's so bad. And they're uh, they're dropping new unis in April. Uh, the Tom Brady Buccaneers new jersey. Uh, apparently, it's supposed to be like a go back to their old look. I don't know if it's the orange ones or the red ones that they wore when they won the Super Bowl. But I I like both of those. The orange ones are like they're they're kind of stupid looking, but they're also like they're unique and they're classic. I guess so that would work. And then the the ones from the two thousands are. I like those unis actually. They're yeah. they're basic, but they look nice. So, I think that's probably going to be the highest selling jersey in the league by far, like far and away. It's he always has the number one selling jersey in the league. This is gonna, 
this probably could break records as the most jerseys sold in one season of any player. Um, and I guess uh, I guess Bruce Arians is a fun coach to play for. He's yeah. an offensive guru. Looking at now, offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers, so he's been with Big Ben. And then the Cardinals weren't bad when he coached them. They yeah, won they a couple weren't. playoff games. They had a decent offense at the time. And last year, James was slinging it, throwing 30 interceptions, but I guess the head coach didn't care enough to make a switch at quarterback. <laughs> so I guess the players can probably do whatever they want. I guess how, He's a player's coach. Yeah, but that's completely different than what he's been used to with Belichick. Yeah. Two different styles of coaching. I wonder if that had any impact on the decision at all. Yeah, I saw um, I saw a video on Twitter of Bruce Arians in an interview last year. I don't know when it was, but he said that if you skip a family event or something, a kid like one of your kids' games or your kid has a concert or something, for anything football-related, he's going to fire you if you're a coach or cut you or something. So Brady, a uh, lot, lot of talk about his family lately and how that impacted his decision, so I'm assuming that. Bruce Arians definitely, I mean, Bill Belichick once cut, I think, Brandon Spikes for being late to a practice because his car broke down in a blizzard <laughs> uh, a couple days before a playoff game. I vividly remember, I'm just, this, I'm just thinking this now, but I remember that there was a Boston Herald article, picture of Brandon Spikes' car in the snow, <laughs> and Brandon Spikes saying that he got cut or something like that. I don't know if he got healthy scratched or cut, I forget. The week before a playoff game because he missed practice because his car got stuck in the snow. And so Belichick, Bel- I mean, it works. He's won. He's won. He's won six <laughs> rings for a reason. Nothing against Belichick. He's the goat. But Belichick, a lot less forgiving than Bruce Arians probably is. Brady at this point in his career, maybe I don't. Didn't want to pop with that. He doesn't want to go to OTAs anymore. OTAs aren't going to happen. But uh, yeah, definitely wants to be with his family a lot more. Wants to spend a lot more time with his family. And also, I see people on tw- some people on Twitter like, oh, this makes so much sense. Quick flight to New York. <laughs> but, but yeah, I guess it's close to New York. But it's always it's New England, not a quarter of the distance. So that I don't, I think that had nothing to do with it. Like it's obviously he's not in like, like I don't know. It's not like on a private. He's taking private jet. Like Brady's taking JetBlue to New York. So, I mean he, uh, I his private flight from Cali can't be that much longer than the private flight from Tampa to New York. But whatever. I don't know. Warm weather, I guess. Nice. A lot of, and also underrated storyline. A ton of, uh, ton of New Englanders. When they get old, they would go retire down in Florida, down in Tampa. Um, right, they could. They could definitely pack the gonna, stadium. Yeah, they're gonna pack the stadium with all, with my grandparents. Like they're gonna be, <laughs> they're gonna be loving this. So this is, this is, I think this is a good, like, good landing spot. If you more think about this, this brand, the branding side of things, the marketing side of things, is really gonna. I mean, the Buccaneers. Who I don't know the owners of the Buccaneers. The owner of the Buccaneers is, but this probably has to be Christmas morning for him. This is probably the the best day of this guy's life. This he's got, he's about to make <laughs> so much money. It's the best day of Dickie V's life. <laughs> it's the best day of Dickie V's life. Dickie V is loving this. Uh, Dickie jo- V's Twitter made me really happy. Yeah, if you haven't checked out G- uh, Dickie V's Twitter, post a bunch of videos how happy he is. Uh, yeah, this guy owns Manchester United. I'm pretty sure. The owner of the Tampa Bay Box yeah. owns Man United. I thought. Uh, I thought. What's the Red Sox owner? Owned. Red Sox owner owns Liverpool. Oh, he owns Liverpool. That's all right. Yeah, I got that confused. But uh, yeah, Dickie V. I mean, today was a really tough day as a Patriots fan. No way. I was just really sad all morning. It's still kind of really sad about it to be honest. And on uh, on first take today, I was watching, and I didn't see the first part because I had class or whatever. I was still getting on my phone, so I turned on the second segment, and Stephen A. Smith comes back from commercial break saying he talked to a uh, Bob Kraft during the commercial break. 
Robert, Robert Clapp <laughs> called Stephen A. Smith in the middle of the show, in the middle of the commercial, to say that if Tom Brady wanted to come back, they would have worked it out. So he basically put all the blame on Brady, which I kind of I dis- I disagree with. They, I st- they had plenty of time to work it out. Yeah, I strongly disagree with that. And if the Patriots are running a smear campaign against Brady, that is that's pretty sad. That's really it's it's embarrassing and it's like I don't know you you can't be doing that. You can't be trying to protect your image on the way. I love Kraft, I love Belichick, and I love Brady, but I'm taking Brady's side in this because um, I think. Brady, I think he's in the right to want to feel appreciated. I think he's in. I think he's in the right to want weapons to try to win a Super Bowl, and I don't think Belichick made him feel appreciated at all when he wins him a Super Bowl and he Belichick refuses to give him an extension or offer him an extension, gives him a one year wait and see. You don't. You don't give a one year. Oh, let's see what you can do. Deal. Prove it. Deal to the best quarterback of all time. You give a one year prove it deal to Kirk Cousins. Yeah. In Minnesota, you don't give. The Patriots shouldn't be giving Tom Brady a one-year prove-it deal. So if Brady kind of felt uh, disrespected by that, I don't blame him at all. And uh, the fact that Belichick refused to surround him with anyone other than Edelman, I I don't blame Brady for wanting to go to a team where he has guys that can get open. Because Edelman couldn't catch last year. He was hurt, and he's old. Uh, Nikhil Harry's terrible. Mohamed is terrible. Tight ends, I don't even know their names. Lacoste. Horrible. Ben Watson on one leg, 50 years old. Horrible. James White was probably the best pass catcher on the team, and he's a running back. So it's, it's, I don't know. It's, you can't, I can't get mad at Brady for leaving, but at all. And I don't, he doesn't owe me anything as a Patriot. He's brought 20 years of, my entire life, he's been the quarterback of the Patriots, and he's been so great and so legendary. You can't be mad as a Patriots fan, but it's just, it's tough. It sucks. And I'm more mad at Belichick for not making an effort to make, help him stay. And I, I don't know what the Patriots' plan is. Yeah, I think that when the last two teams were the Pats and the Buccaneers, you just assumed that he would stay. I guess that kind of just shows there was really no respect there if he chose the, the Buccaneers of all teams to leave yeah. to. And then his, his statement said he was leaving. So he basically said the Patriots weren't even in the running. He didn't announce the team, so he yeah. said, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm not I'm not going back to the Patriots. And then to the Buccaneers, like, run out of the stadium out of, like, some pirate ship or something, or they're going to have to have some nice intros or something, don't they? I think, yeah, I mean, you gotta have some good Tom Brady let's go hype videos. I think they have something. I think they have like a pirate ship in the stadium or something like that. Yeah, I'm, they're, they're, their first game has <laughs> to be on something. Sunday Night Football. Yeah, they got this pirate ship thing. Yeah. Yeah, the, I don't know. They need but to they, expand the stadium. They have too. a good, I like the Buccaneers like brand and logo. It's better than, uh, it's, it's better than the Browns. I agree. The Buccaneers is a good, they have a good logo, they have a good brand. I, they, no, they don't have a good brand, like, popularity-wise, but they have a cool logo, I guess, that you can work with, and they got a cool Buccaneers. I don't know. They can make something work, and they got some nice throwback unis. They got they, they got some good colors that they can... Their, their current unis are pretty terrible, I think, but they can definitely do something good. They I don't know. This, this could be a big-time brand. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers might be the most valuable team in football in three years. Depends on what Tom Brady does. Because, I don't know. I think I think it's going to work. I'm buying in. This is a super team in Tampa Bay, and I'm buying in. And I looked at their schedule. I'm predicting 14-2. and two. I think the Saints probably beat them in New Orleans, and I think uh, I think the Chiefs probably beat them, and that's about it. I think they go 14-2. and two. But uh, on the Patriots side of things, I, do, do you, I, don't, I don't know what they're doing. I have no idea. I have no – I don't even have a guess to what the Patriots are doing right now. It's bad. It's tough to watch. I guess Jared Sinem has to be the quarterback because you have no money to spend on a quarterback, correct? I They have – 
three million dollars right now, and they just spent. They just signed Damir Bird to a one year deal. <laughs> they just signed the Cardinals' fourth string receiver, who had thirty catches last year, to a deal. They didn't. I didn't see anything money wise on that, but I can't imagine much of that three million is left after signing Damir Bird. <laughs> and the tanking is not an option. You're not tanking with Bill Belichick as your coach. If Bill Belichick at sixty something years old is tanking, then I don't know what's happening. Unless he's tanking to get a quarterback to set his kid up to be the next head coach of the Patriots or something like that. But I guess maybe you could draft a quarterback. But then there's no he gave away all the draft picks to even move up in the draft. He, yeah, you can't move up in the draft. He doesn't move up in the draft anyway. And what QB? Burrow's gone at one. Two was gone at three. Jake Fromm, I guess. Or four, whenever two is gone. Jake Fromm might be the guy, but is Jake Fromm? I like Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm's a winner, but are we really letting casting Brady to the side? And we're done with the greatest quarterback of all time. We're going pushing all our chips to the middle on Jake Fromm. Let's either that or one year Jared Stidham. And the what, thing what happens is, if Jared Stidham can't play? This Patriots team is built to compete. I'm not saying they're good enough to compete now, but they're like six best players or 30 and their deals are expiring. They were the oldest team in the league last year. They, yeah, Edelman, Gilmore, Hightower, both McCordys. The only Joe Tooney's probably the only guy in the top five, your top five players that's under thirty. Or I think Gilmore's twenty nine, maybe. Um, but corners, corners after the age of thirty do not age well. Um, and so I don't think I don't know how many years Gilmore left as a truly elite corner. And um, you're not gonna nobody's gonna. You're not gonna add any marquee players on offense to go play with Jared Stedham. Yeah, no, nobody, no receivers, gonna go sign a. Nobody's going to play with yeah. Nobody's going to play with Jared Stedham. Nobody's going to play with Jared Stedham. I don't even know Jared Stedham can play. Jared Stedham did decent in the preseason, then played in a regular season game, collapsed under the pressure of playing at a one o'clock right, game. Right, and then Brady had to come back in. Brady had to come back in because this guy threw one of the worst pick sixes I've ever seen did in he, football. Did he throw two of them or just one of them? I I don't remember. It, it was horrible. the The one that I remember was just he threw it directly to the defense. There was nobody inside. He just overthrew a guy. It was horrible, but um. If Jared Stidham's collapsing under the pressure in a 1 o'clock game, how is he expected? No quarterback in the last... I can't remember a scenario where any QB has stepped into a more high-pressure situation. The Patriots fans are not going to accept anything less than whatever the Buccaneers are doing. If the Buccaneers <laughs> are winning 14 games, the Patriots, if they don't win 14 games, it's a complete failure. It's an embarrassment, and Bill Belichick is going to get crucified. Whoever the QB is, is done. His career's over. They need to do just as well as the Buccaneers do. There's no... This town is not used to winning less than 12 games. Yes. And playing, like, playing in the wild card last year was a catastrophe. And now you let the greatest quarterback, the, a living legend, a, a god in this town, walk. And you're replacing him with Jared Stidham. <laughs> Jared Stidham is supposed to step in and do just as good as Tom is doing in Tampa with all these weapons. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't, what is going to happen? <laughs> it's going to be chaos. Jared Sidham throws two interceptions in week one. He's done. It's over. Cody Felger, Kessler comes in. Felger is going to have a field day. <laughs> it's, it's going... This might be Felger and Matt. Like, this is their... Peak I, years? Yes. This this year might be the best year of Felger and Matt we've seen yet. Then, They're going to have field days then, week after week, every Monday. And then people could be losing interest in this team in the future. Yes, and Kraft is screwed. Kraft, might, Kraft should have sold the team a year ago. Because, <laughs> because it, the value is not going up right now. No. There's I don't see any it's all it's all just it's it I don't you can't be confident as a pass man. You try to say Paul and I have faith in Belichick, he's the greatest coach ever. And every time anyone doubts Belichick, he tends to prove them wrong. But the same goes with Brady. 
Um, but and you also don't like him hiring all his uh, sons. No, I don't. Coordinators. I did, what makes his sons? His sons were college lacrosse players. Why are they <laughs> defensive coordinators in the NFL? Like four years later, there's much more qualified guys out there. there there's been guys who've been grinding 15 years in college football. They get a shot in the NFL, and oh no, Steve Belichick. He he scored three goals for Rutgers lacrosse last year. He's more, <laughs> he's our new D coordinator. He's a beast. He knows what he's doing. I have no idea if Steve Belichick's a good coach or not, but I just don't. It's sketchy when the co- the head coach's kid is getting all these coaching vacancies. He gets promoted year after year after year. What has he done? I like the d- the defense was sick last year against the Dolphins and the Bills, and they played a real team and they were horrible. Yeah. What is, Steve Belichick is no good. I don't. I don't know. And and McCourty's aren't getting any younger. Gilmore's not getting any younger. Hightower, how many years does Hightower have left? Yeah, People know. thought Hightower was done a year ago. So <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Collins and Van Noy both gone. It's there's more guys we're gonna be out the door soon. I don't know when James White's up for an extension, but and he's a running back. And how old is James White? Probably yeah. twenty eight. So yeah. I just, Edelman doesn't have many years left. If he has any years left as a, who knows what Edelman will be without Brady. At this old too, it's mm-hmm. no tight ends. No tight ends. Nothing. You have no. They didn't. They haven't even made an effort to fix the tight end position once again. I don't. Has, has Bill Belichick gone? He's probably on his yacht right now. Yeah. Again, so people are all this talk. So when the Pats got eliminated in the wild card, all these Patriots Twitter people, or I mean, they're Pat Pats fans, so I'm on their side. But all these people, oh. You don't even want to know what Belichick's going to do with this much time. Extra two months to prepare? <laughs> Belichick hasn't had this in eight years. This is going to be the best offseason you've ever seen. Last time this happened, they drafted Hightower and... Uh... Well, they did sign Demir Bird this year. <laughs> yeah. Splash <laughs> signing. And they franchise tagged a left guard. For like $15 million. <laughs> You're building your offense around a left guard right now. <laughs> There's only one left guard worth building your offense around. And it's Quentin Nelson. Joe Tooney is no... Joe Tooney's a good player. But come on now. And also, Bill Belichick hasn't been drafting very well lately. No. So he's signing nobody in free agency, and he's not drafting very well. Speaking of Tooney, that's the last good draft pick he's made. I think he picked Tooney in the fifth round in 2017. And since then, the only real pick that you can look and say, that guy has played at least three good games, is Sony Michelle. And that wasn't a good pick, let's no. be honest. For, in the first round, that was he helped win a Super Bowl, so you have, like it's weird, but... Sony Michelle in the first round is not looking like a very good pick right now, especially when you consider Nick Chubb went like seven picks after him. Same team is ah, uh, it's I don't know. It's the the drafting has fallen off a cliff. The the free agent there's no money left. I don't know where all the money is, but there's no money left. No good young guys. Nikhil Harry. I don't even want to get me. Don't even get me started with Nikhil Harry. No quarterback. The old line still isn't great. They're not upgrading the O-line. They're keeping mm-hmm. the O-line the same, and the O-line sucked last year. I guess the center's coming back. Um, the, the Dave take, Andrews. If the Dolphins take two of the pass, will have the worst QB in the division. I I think Fitzmagic's a better quarterback than Stidham right now. Is Fitzmagic still on the Dolphins? Yeah, I think so. Him and Josh Rosen, I think, are still on the Dolphins, aren't they? I think right now, before they have two, I think the Pats have the worst quarterback in the division right now. You can make an argument that the Pats, with all the splash signings the Dolphins made, the Dolphins have... Probably more high-end players than the Patriots do right now, I'd say. Yeah, the Dolphins, uh, they signed uh, the Cowboys quarterback. Byron Jones. Like, the largest. Signed Kyle Van Noy. They did. Kyle Van Noy was probably the best Patriots linebacker last year, maybe. And I think they also got Jordan Howard, too, as a running back. They did. They signed Jordan Howard. They signed a bunch of other guys. And they already have... Uh, and they have loaded draft capital. Yeah, and they, they have like that other cornerback who's actually good that didn't play last year. He's actually a good player. They have two number one corners right now. 
Right, so they won five games and they're upgrading their basically half their team. Yeah, they're and the Pats are only getting worse and older. I don't think Yeah, it, it's a hot take. It sounds like a hot take, but if the Dolphins are better than the Patriots next year, I wouldn't be surprised at this point because the Patriots I don't know what they're going to do. They have no money left. They have to make they have to trade Tooney or somebody or Edelman, I don't know. I don't know where all the money is and I don't know how you clear up any space to improve your roster in the slightest. And they don't have the draft capital to do it either. It's it's weird. It's a weird offseason. But I don't know. If anyone can do it, Belichick can do it. But so far, I hate what they've done so far with... I mean, you don't let Brady walk. You don't yeah. do that. I also hate it on Twitter. Once Brady announced he was just, uh, was leaving, like all the accounts are posting, and Tom Brady's last pass to the Patriots was a pick yeah, six. <laughs> so I mean, so that's stupid. What, absolutely nothing. And that, that wasn't even his fault. Whoever he threw it to dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was. I think it was Harry. Yeah. No, it was Sanu. It was Sanu. I think it was fourteen. So that's Sanu. Of course. Oh, Demir Bird's coming off of a thirty-two catch season. Yeah. Oh yeah. Three hundred yards, one touchdown. These. I mean, that's Jerry Rice right there. It's <laughs> huge pickup. He's gonna change this offense. He's he's really revolutionary. Although he can run, I believe. I think he ran a four two eight, as a pro day or something like that. So, at least you have somebody who can run. You have Dorsett two point oh, I guess. But yeah, he's a small guy who can run. Played on the Cardinals last year, and thirty two catches on the Cardinals offense last year is pretty terrible. <laughs> if you put him on the Patriots offense last year, he probably has one catch. Yeah. So I don't know how this guy's any better than Gunner and Jacoby. It's probably his seventh wide receiver right now. It's seventh wide receiver in a terrible wide receiver room. So I don't. If you have three million dollars left in free agency and you spend it on Demir Bird, that's questionable. <laughs> it's a questionable move by Bill. You, you let you the same day you let the goat walk, you sign Demir Bird. Yeah, that's your answer. Uh, yeah, it's. I don't know. It's. I've never seen anything like. I guess comparables are Jordan to the Wizards. But. I don't know. Jordan already retired like twice at that point, so I think Bills Bulls fans were kind of over that. And uh, yeah, there's, yeah, it's there's like LeBron going to the Hornets or the Magic. Yeah, or Sidney Crosby retiring but with even, the Carolina Hurricanes. Crosby, I think, yeah, that's a good compare. Like if Crosby left, but like LeBron's already left his. No, no fans are really. Yeah, but he's not going to a mediocre brand. If LeBron's going somewhere. Oh it's a yeah, big, it's a big city with yeah. a good team. I think, I think the one thing is, I think. Brady can kind of transcend that. And football is a bigger brand than the, than basketball. On social media, basketball kind of in season dominates Twitter. But the NFL is a much bigger brand than the NBA at the end of the day, I think. So I think, although worldwide, LeBron's probably the biggest athlete. But um, I don't know. It's, yeah, the the small market move is weird. But the Patriots were, they were lovable losers for the 50 years or whatever before Brady got there, they were a terrible franchise. They, they, John Hanna's the only good player in franchise history for these <laughs> offensive linemen. So. Yeah, I guess if he built up the Pats, maybe he could build up the Bucks, but he just doesn't have that much time. I mean, Bucks, Bucks are in win-now mode. I mean, he's only he's only got one, two, three years left. Yeah, the Bucks are... The, I'm interested to see what else... The, I don't know how much money the Bucks will have after signing Brady, but... Um, I wonder how many years they gave him. Nobody's... Said how yeah, many years? There's no pen to paper yet, which is interesting. But um, I'm surprised if, that the Bucks couldn't package Demir Bird and deal with Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Signing trade for Demir Bird. <laughs> the um, if they're all in on this year and they have money to spend, they might just go crazy here. A B Melvin Gordon, bunch of random old linemen that are from whoever, and they 
They need a cornerback, I feel like. I don't know who's available. I don't know who's... I don't know what... They should have signed Byron Jones, but... Pretty sure you can get Kareem Hunt, too, if you go up, like, a second-round pick. <laughs> this... They, they could have a super team here. This is like the Browns offseason last year, but on complete steroids. This is... This is going to be Bleacher Report. Looks like they were... All these companies, these sports media companies, it looked like this was going to be one of the worst months ever just for them. Like, they're, what are they going to talk about? And then this happens, and... They can, Felger and Mass have content for months right now. Yes, they don't. They don't need hockey. They don't need basketball. They don't need baseball. They can talk about this for months. This is gonna be. Except they say the same thing over and over again for the fifteen minutes. Yeah, that's yeah. (laughs) Uh, Should we get to some other other deals? Yeah, let's talk. I guess the one that stuck out to me was the the Cowboys giving Amari Cooper five years, a (laughs) hundred million dollars. Last night watching ESPN, Schefter just drops the bomb that Amari Cooper's re-signed with the Cowboys for five years, $100 million, and I guess the uh, Redskins made a strong push on the outside for Amari Cooper, but Jerry didn't want to let him leave for the for another division rival. This one makes no sense to me. I mean, Amari Cooper, when, when he was on the Raiders, didn't he have like the most drops in the league or had catching he had catching problems? I'm pretty sure he led the league in drops twice. And then this year, <laughs> and I guess he has been, the Cowboys offense has definitely been better with him since they made the trade than without him. But this year, he... It seemed like every single game he was questionable with like a thigh injury, and then he would play, and then he would suit up and then play one series, and then sit the rest of the bench in the game. <laughs> so I don't know. At home, he could stat pad against some pretty bad teams, but in a big game in a big spot, I don't I don't necessarily think Amari Cooper is your guy moving forward. I mean, yeah. five. I know the salary cap's going up, but five years, a hundred million. I mean that he's not in the bracket of those players who are gonna be making that much money at the yeah. wide receiver position. He if the first. For his whole career, he's been wicked inconsistent. He's he gets like ten catches for a hundred eighty yards and three touchdowns in week three, and then he'll go four games without a catch, or not that bad. That's hyperbole, but I mean he he's wicked inconsistent. Always has been, and he people thought that would change on the Cowboys, and it didn't. He was still really inconsistent. They're like, oh, new team, but no, he was still just very inconsistent. And um, his draw problems, like you said, the he. He's had drop problems. Doesn't hasn't really done much to change that. Uh, it seems like I don't. I wouldn't call him an elite wide receiver, but he's the second highest paid receiver in the game right now, and I don't think he deserves it at all. I. Uh, he's a good player, no doubting that. And for like four games a year, he's he looks like the best receiver in football. But the rest of the season, he's invisible half the time, and I don't think that number one wide receiver like Julio is never invisible. No. You don't watch games where Julio's not... You or sits out plays. Him. Yeah, or sits out plays. Um, or DeAndre Hopkins. Even Devontae Adams, he's not invisible for half the game. He still gets eight catches. So, I don't understand. I don't think you should pay Amari Cooper this much money. I Yeah, that's... When you you have one running back and one receiver making like 50% of your salary cap, I don't know what their plan is. And I don't know how you pay the running back and the receiver before you pay the quarterback, but... Yeah, the Cowboys, I don't know what they're doing right now. It's um, it's weird. Definitely weird. Uh, any other signings you want to talk about? There's still an Amari. The Cowboys play Zeke and Amari, but they haven't played their quarterback yet. I yeah. don't understand how that works. Yeah, I don't... How do you not give Dak all the money that he wants? I don't know. It doesn't... Jerry, I don't know what... Jerry doesn't want to pay Dak. I don't know what Jerry's problem is. He doesn't want to pay Dak. And Dak is... Uh, poor Dak's going to chart out there on the franchise tag. and ho- I, just, I hope for great him that he doesn't get last. injured. Yeah, he, he had a great season too. He gets screwed. Yeah, great season playing for the Cowboys every day when you get the media all around you and all this hype from a really bad team. Yeah, and he that's true. Still, I don't know. Uh, I guess Amari Cooper, or not Amari Cooper, DeAndre Hopkins getting traded. 
this one didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Nope. Because one, DeAndre Hopkins is on a pretty friendly contract right now. And I don't tend to like paying receivers that much money, so I don't think paying Amari Cooper five years, $100 million is like a great strategy to win big win Super Bowls, I guess. But DeAndre Hopkins, uh, he's making $13 million against the cap for the next three years. So, I mean, that compare that to Amari Cooper, that's a pretty good deal. So, I guess, I don't know, maybe your potential... Uh, I don't know what that means, but I guess... You want a new contract or something, but you have all the leverage. He has three years left on his deal, so I don't understand why you would cave to him. And then you get rid of him, but then you take on David Johnson's contract <laughs> of $11 million, who's a a below-average running back in the league. I mean, you can get everybody, anybody that does the job David Johnson does. <laughs> yes. When you already have Lamar Miller and Carlos Hyde on your team, and Alfred Blue's always hanging around there, so yes. I don't understand why you need David Johnson. And then you sign Randall Cobb for three years, $27 million. So that money, you're paying him that $9 million a year. I mean, that's real money. So I don't understand how you don't want to pay DeAndre Hopkins that you sign a running back who costs $11 million. And then this slow, washed-up receiver who also always gets hurt, and Randall Cobb, three years, $9 million each. That I don't know what exactly Bill O'Brien's doing. And Didn't he want like the Pats guy to be his GM or something? And then... That never yeah, happened. Yeah, that, that guy went back to the past. And then Bill O'Brien took over GM and <laughs> yeah. trained DeAndre Hopkins, the most identifiable player in that city. Just doesn't doesn't make any sense to me. It's, the fans love him. Every single fan has his has his jersey. And I mean, you're not you're not built to win now or any time in the future. You, it just doesn't make any sense. So you might as well just keep your best player, keep your fans happy, along with an emerging quarterback. Say you trade him to pick up a fourth running back on your team in an old, slow, injury prone. Wide receiver. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. <laughs> yeah. It, the, it came out of nowhere, too. I remember I was working, and I checked my phone, and I saw, like, my I think my roommate texted me, like, Texans, Texans looking to trade. Texans might trade Hopkins. Like, oh, it's just some dumb, like, like Rappaport tweeted this this morning as, like, Rappaport Monday night, morning football mailbag or something garbage like that. It's some random rumor that's not going to happen. And then an hour later, all of a sudden, he's, he's traded, and I look at – David Johnson is terrible now. The second-round pick, I mean, with getting a mid-round second-round pick, who cares about that? I guess it's early because it's the Cardinals. But, um, yeah, I, I like what the Cardinals are doing a lot, but I don't know what Bill O'Brien's doing. I think Hopkins probably going to have a sixth season on that offense because they just passed the ball a ton. And Kyler Murray's a pretty good player. So I think um, Fitz, Hopkins, Christian Kirk, Andy Isabella, no longer they lost Demir Bird, which that's a tough blow. Yes. That's that's a tough blow, but I think they can recover. So I think the Cardinals' offense is probably going to be pretty nasty next year. I think that's a huge pickup for them. But I they literally they they dumped David Johnson, which David Johnson at this point is one of those guys that you give up a pick to get rid of. It seems like and all they lost was a second rounder, and they came back one of the best receivers in the game, if not the best, at a pretty cheap deal. And even if he gets an extension, if he gets twenty million a year, that's going to be a discount when you see Amari Cooper getting twenty million a year. Um, yeah, I don't know what Bill O'Brien's doing. He, he's just, if anyone's, say Bill, Bill Belichick's asleep at the wheel right now. Bill O'Brien is asleep at the wheel. That That is, it's like a Madden trade. I don't think that trade would get accepted in Madden, but that's just, Bill O'Brien's playing fantasy football and everyone else is playing actual football and it's not working out for him right now. Yeah, I, I agree. And then you see what the Vikings got for Stefan Diggs. And I don't really like that guy. I think he's, I don't know, he thinks he's better than he is and he gets a lot more attention for what he's actually accomplished. So, I don't know. He can go have fun in Buffalo, but I don't think he's going to do much in Buffalo. Yeah, and I think the price for Stephon Diggs was higher than the he one for like Hawkins. He had like three draft picks for him or something. A first rounder and then like, yeah, 
third or fifth or something like that. But and I guess this year's wide receiver class is stacked, I'm reading. Yeah, it's supposed to be, allegedly, but they, the, they always kind of say that, but there's a lot of guys that, the Texans a lot of actually, big name The guys. Texans also didn't have a pick in the top 15, either the first or second round for the next two years, so I don't know how you lose all that draft capital and then trade your best asset and not get any of the draft capital back. And they traded Jadeveon Clowney, too. What did they even get for Clowney? I don't uh, remember what they got for him, but... Weren't they supposed to get draft picks for him or something like that? Yeah. How do you not have a top 50 pick, but you trade Jadevian Clowney? In his prime, too. You in didn't his wanna, prime. You didn't want to pay him. They don't want to pay Jadevian Clowney. Trade Hopkins. For a third-round pick. They got a third-round pick for him? Yeah. <laughs> 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 what is Bill O'Brien doing? I don't know. Well, it makes no they sense. They also got Jacob Martin and Barkavius Mingo for him. Oh, wow. <laughs> a couple special teamers. Nice. Huge pickups for Bill. So, yeah, I... I remember Brady used to get in fights with Bill O'Brien on the sidelines or something. He got in, he got in like a yelling match with Bill O'Brien on the sidelines, and I see why now. That guy is, he seems brain dead right now. It's, I mean, that's horrible. But, yeah, I don't know what the Texans are doing. If I was J.J. Watt, I'd demand a trade, even though he's he's never, he doesn't even play anymore. It doesn't seem like he's injured every year. I don't remember the last time I yeah, saw that guy play. He's definitely overrated. And he's pretty overrated now. But if I was him, I'd demand a trade. If I was Deshaun, I would be, I mean, I our boy Will Fuller's the number one wideout now, I guess. So that's pretty cool. Kenny Stills and Will Fuller, they got speed. Yeah. That's interesting. Deshaun can just chuck it deep now. But, yeah, Deshaun's got to be pretty devastated. And then also the Chargers signing Phillip Rivers to a one-year 25. The Colts. Char- oh, yeah, the Colts, sorry. <laughs> the Colts signing Phillip Rivers to a one-year $25 million deal. I don't even think he's that much better than Jacoby Brissett. I mean, I guess <laughs> I guess the stats say that Chargers threw for 4,000 – or Chargers, Rivers threw for 4,600 yards last year. But he also threw 20 picks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jacoby only threw six picks. So I think maybe if Jacoby was playing in the Chargers offense, he could probably throw for five, four, four thousand yards. So I don't know. I don't think Colts have a decent team, but I don't necessarily think that Phillip Rivers moves the needle for them in any way. Yeah. It's not like you're getting Breeze or Roethlisberger or somebody like that. I mean, you're getting Phillip Rivers, who's looked that one Monday Night Football game against the Chiefs in Mexico. I think that was the only time San Diego got on national television. And all the talk on the next day was how washed Phillip Rivers was. I think he threw like four picks. And he he looked like he had a bad elbow or something. (laughs) It was so bad to watch. I think people were calling for him to get benched, I think, for Tyron Taylor. And it was, yeah, that was horrible. Phillip Rivers. Coming off a 5-11 season. I don't, that, it makes no sense why the Colts would do that. The Colts seem like they just have money to spend and they don't know what to spend it on at this point because they're just, they they paid somebody else. They paid that D lineman from the 49ers that they traded for. Yeah, they traded a D lineman for the 49ers. I never heard of that guy. And they're paying yeah, him he went to Oregon. Million. He was like a top five pick, I think. He went to. He, they're paying him twenty one million bucks a year. Yeah, he's like the highest paid D tackle in the league in history, besides Aaron Donald, I think. Yeah. And it's that's that's crazy. I, yeah, they just seem like they have a ton of money and they don't know what to do with it. But Philip Rivers, I, if he gets benched in week five, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I don't know why <laughs> this this signing makes no sense. And their coach is supposed to be a good offensive guy too. Yeah, I, I don't know why they want Philip Rivers so bad, but Melvin Gordon actually called it. Melvin Gordon said a couple months ago or something like that. He said, "I bet you Philip Rivers goes to the Colts. They have the same playbook as us." I don't know why Melvin Gordon knows. <laughs> I don't know why that's a thing, but apparently the Colts and the Chargers have the same playbook, and Melvin Gordon called it. So, uh, and yeah, I don't know where Melvin Gordon's gonna go. Maybe Tampa, but. I don't know who's going to pay Melvin Gordon. Our running back value. He tanked his own value last year by holding out. He screwed himself. He did. So, I don't know what that's going to happen. But, uh, uh, Teddy Bridgewater signs in Carolina. Teddy gets paid. Teddy did get paid. Uh, we'll see how Teddy does. I think Carolina's going to be a pretty mediocre team, I think. 
So I don't think we're going to hear much from Teddy, except for maybe a Monday night game against the uh, Bucks on, yeah. on ESPN or Thursday Night Football or something. Yeah, they're probably coming third in that division. They went, Teddy went 5-0 and last year to start. I've been on the Teddy train. I guess. For, for a while. He, I like also, the Vikings. he also went into a good system, though. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the system was good. Um, but the QB market as a whole right now, there's only like, the, if you if you take out the Dolphins and the Bengals, um, for, they're going to get Burrow and Tua. And then there's the Bears, the Chargers, and the Patriots, the only teams that need a quarterback right now. And there's only like one Jameis left? Is there anybody Jameis, else Jameis, Cam. Cam, oh yeah, Cam demanded a trade. <laughs> Jam- well, Shefty says Jameis isn't going to get a starting job. So I don't know who... The Chargers might like Tyrod Taylor, to be honest. Well, I guess the, Tyrod Taylor's a good player. The Panthers said that they allowed Cam to seek a trade, but I guess Cam said he didn't want to get traded. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what, <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. But I, don't, I think Cam's days in Carolina are, are numbers. Yeah. Unless he wants to hold the clipboard. Yeah, I think Cam is done. Uh, what's it called? Um, what's, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, RG three's available. RG three says he wants to be a starter. Really? He said that. Yeah. And, you uh, learned under Lamar Jackson. I think RG three and Tyrod Taylor QB duo in L A could be good stuff. That RG three would sell jerseys in the Chargers. He's they brought RG three. Thirty in. years old now. RG three. I don't know if he can run anymore, but if they they brought an RG three, they housed him up. Yeah. Heisman winner. And that's RG three. He's electric. Rookie of the year, best rookie season of all time. I think. Uh, I also want to bring up Tony Romo, getting a. Seventeen million dollar extension a year <laughs> extension from CBS for like more than five years. So CBS gave him over a hundred million dollars to uh, commentate every Sunday, which I guess I like. I like Tony, I guess, but I probably watched the game with or without Tony. And I guess big winners in Brady going to Tampa is Fox because they get the NFC. So if at if lucky, Tony only gets one Buccaneers game a year. So yeah, I I, I don't know about paying Tony Romo seventeen million dollars a year. Yeah, I don't think Tony moves the needle too much, that much. And like, ESPN's still kind of screwed because they made a big offer. They inflated Tony's market. They got they got nobody. Wow, I just typed in ESPN Monday Night Football, and the report says ESPN had interest in Philip Rivers for Monday Night Football. <laughs> so ESPN has, <laughs> ESPN has Booger. Trouble. They lost Jason Witten, who was probably, I think he was pretty bad at it. Jason Witten signed with the Raiders, so they're not getting him back. So they still got Joe Tessator and Booger in the booth. <laughs> if if Phil, if Peyton Manning wanted to do it, they would have signed Peyton Manning by now. So they're not getting Peyton Manning. They tried to make a trade for Al Michaels, but NBC is not giving away their Sunday night play-by-play guy to ESPN's crappy Monday Night Football broadcast. I don't know what kind of trade that would be. This is selling a trade to me. So and ESPN is trying to work itself into the Super Bowl rotation but I mean last year's first Monday Night Football broadcast they got bullied by the viewers because the viewers said the scoreboard looked like there's a flag on every play and Chuck had to tweet out upon hearing review from the fans ESPN has switched the Monday Night from the scoreboard so that it doesn't look like a flag's being thrown in every single play so ESPN football Gruden left Mike Tirico left and they they are an absolute mess so I don't know how we just got onto this subject but yeah, I don't. Tony Romo got a huge contract. Salary cap, I guess, went up with the new CBA. And ESPN Monday Night Football is absolutely screwed looking for Philip Rivers to be its Monday Night Football guy. Uh, ESPN is in trouble. ESPN's building around Booger. And that was the worst decision for Right, they came out with the Booger Mobile. Yeah. And he's just a meme now on all social media platforms. No NBA, so they're screwed there. Disney stock falling by the second. CEO left at Disney, so that's the ESPN guy. They. I think they went out with a bang last night, though. With uh, There was a big Disney party, I think, before they shut down because of the coronavirus. 
That's a that's a good way to stop yeah, spreading the, the disease. That's yeah. Disney had a, Disney World had a farewell party during coronavirus. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. No, ESPN is in trouble. That's that is a dying brand. I, I'm gonna have to get the PTI guys on to commentate Monday Night Football. They I don't know what they're gonna do. They have no options. Bucci Gross. <laughs> Barry Melrose. Barry Melrose and Bucci Gross have commentated. Yo, Melrose on the mm. color commentary talking trash about Stamkos during one night football. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be... The, yeah, ESPN's in trouble. I don't know what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. I, I'm surprised Brady didn't get an offer from ESPN. Yeah, I know. Was, Disney World's in Orlando, right? Yeah. So they don't even get Brady... They don't even get the Brady crowd to no, go to don't. Disney World yeah. for, for an NFL football game in Disney World, so that doesn't help. Yeah, no, this is... ESPN's in trouble, but... Yeah, that's all I got for free. I'm trying to think if anything else happened. Uh, I'll take I'll take one last one last Google search. Uh, um, the Bears signed pass rusher Robert Quinn. That's boy Bears. Yeah, the Bears. Bears just ignoring. If the Bears come back with Mitch Trubisky as their starter next year, I think they year, they have to right. There's nobody left. Or Cam Newton, I guess you could trade for Cam. Cam's better than Trubisky. He is, but then you might as well try and chase. Chase Daniels better than Trubisky. Right, Chase Daniels of the Lions. Chase Daniels of the Lions. He got another signing. contract. I guess people on Twitter were happy with that because he's getting paid like $50 million in his whole career for starting five games. $10 million per start. That's pretty good stuff. That's, yeah. I mean, Chase Daniels gets more respect in the NFL free agent market than Tom Brady does at this point, and that's pretty sad. Cowboys and veteran linebacker Sean Lee agreed to terms. Sean Lee is still on the Cowboys? Yes. I remember like those years, every single year the Cowboys would do bad. And then Skip Bayless would make an excuse that Sean Lee was injured the whole season. <laughs> it happened year after year after year. He's like, next year when we get Sean Lee back healthy, we'll be a Super Bowl contender. And now the guy is absolutely washed. And he's, he can't even tackle. There's no way that guy has more than like 40 career games played. He's definitely watched more games from the booth than he has played. And Yeah, mm-hmm. Monday Night Football, because the Cowboys are always primetime. They always say, yeah. oh, this linebacker core, they're good. But imagine if they had Sean Lee right now. Imagine that. And yeah, Sean Lee, the king of if they had him. If he was healthy, it would be a Super Bowl contender, but yeah. And uh, last night, what was making the waves was uh, Gruden's, when he was on ESPN, talking about Marcus Mariota in the 2015 draft, saying that, who was he on before the Titans? That the Titans got the steal of the draft because the Bucks didn't take Jameis, and <laughs> the Titans were very happy getting Marcus Mariota, and now Gruden signed Marcus Mariota, which, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Either Derek Carr's your quarterback or he's not. I mean, bringing in a guy who's really not going to contend for him, but just kind of yeah. be there doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So yeah. now you're just going to get Derek Carr rattled. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Gruden, it's Gruden's mission in life to get Derek Carr rattled without actually doing anything about it. He clearly, I don't think he likes Derek Carr as his quarterback because he never, every, there's always media questions all season. Are you going to get rid of Derek Carr? And he's always, he never says no. He never says yes. He says, I don't know. He's like, <laughs> Derek Carr's our quarterback as of right now. It's, John Gruden loves just keeping Derek Carr on his feet, I guess. Probably, that's, I don't know, probably Gruden has some weird motivational tactic or something, but. This Mar- Mar- Mariota signing. Mariota sucks. He's terrible. We know Mariota's not starting. He's not a good player. They need a good first year in Vegas, too. Yeah, so I don't know why they would... All this, all this is going to do is cause noise when all, you know Derek Carr's going to be starting all year unless they trade him, which I don't think that's going to happen now that Brady's off the market. But uh, this, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And also the Raiders signed Jason Winnen today. Do you see that? Yeah. I don't know why I don't, I don't know why Jason Winnen's still playing. I don't know why he's leaving the Cowboys. Why is Jason Winnen leaving the Cowboys? Yeah, make, just how retired. Much, how much? I'm gonna look at that contract. How much money can you make? This guy was happy retiring a year ago, and now he's he instead of going retiring to Vegas. Now he's going instead of retiring a Cowboys, he's going to sign with the Raiders. To sign to go six and ten. 
Yeah, for I mean, at least I, I don't Cowboys... know if he's making a lot of money either, and it's, it doesn't make any sense. He might get cut. He's probably the fourth best tight end on that team right now. Oh yeah, because the Cowboys agreed a three year extension with tight end Blake Jarwin. That guy's actually pretty good. That guy runs over the middle and catches the ball. He's actually Blake not Jarwin. Bad. Yeah, he's not bad. Yeah. Why can't Winnie he... just be a backup? Why can't he join the coaching staff? Why is he still playing? Yeah, I agree. He were, Blake he was... Jarwin would be a good player on the Patriots. The Patriots could use Blake Jarwin. Well, the Pats have one point two million in cash based on the now that they signed Demir Bird, so. I don't know. It's Jason Witten leaving the Cowboys doesn't make a lot of sense to me. The guy, the guy's kind of like he, he was never like the best player in the league. But he was really a good tight end, and he's kind of a le- not a legend, but he's kind of he can't be making much money. There's not, there's not even any reports of what he's making. Yeah, he's like he's he's just a cowboy for life. He's a, oh he's Drew a beast Brees uh, extended two years fifty million. Forgot about that. That came that news came after thirty minutes after Brady said he was leaving. You're an hour after Brady said he yeah, was leaving. So the contract that Brady should have gotten from the Patriots. Yeah, that was that was tough news. That just kind of salt in the wound there once again. But I uh I kind of a hot take here. I think the I think the Saints, I think the Saints are making the wrong move by extending Breeze. Because I don't think Breeze is very good anymore. I think Breeze is kind of washed. Breeze at the end of the year last year didn't look any good, and the end of the year two years ago he didn't look any good either. He he gets tired at the end of the Brady season. Brady wasn't the Brady wasn't the best last year either. I mean, Brady's not throwing a Mike Thomas. Brady Brady doesn't have an offensive guru or head coach. He has a defensive guru who can't can't shut down the Dolphins in week seventeen. I guess. It's I don't know. It's I don't think I don't think Breeze still got I mean if you were a Saints fan and you let Breeze go. I know, I I sentimentality. I mean, you they can't let Breeze go and all of that. And he means so much to that city. They didn't have they have had nothing before him and they're not gonna have much after him probably, but I don't know. I and it, I don't I don't know if Teddy's better than him really. I mean, they're kind of Teddy does a lot of checkdowns too, but um yeah, it's tough to say. I just don't think Breeze is really that this could age poorly. Like he could I th- I think there's a good scenario where he's just god awful next year or the year after because I don't I don't know if he can play anymore. He's he's he seems like he's fallen off a little bit, but that could be a hot take and I could get old takes exposed on me in a, uh, a couple months. We'll see. Yeah, punt uh Vikings agreed a three-year extension with punter Britton Colquitt. That's a good signing. Three years, $9 million extension. That includes $5 million guaranteed. The Vikings? Yeah, so the punter's getting $5 million. So the Vikings are only... I'm not sure what the punter market's like. They're always making big signings with special teams, and their special teams always sucks. They're always, they're always signing these kickers. There's a new Viking kicker every week now, and yeah. they're punters. They're always trading punters and crap. And the, Buccaneers bring back uh, DN Jason Pierre-Ball. Two years. JPP. To, yeah. Good player. Doesn't have many fingers left, but he's a good player. Falcon, oh, Falcons got uh, tight end Hayden Hurst. Oh, uh, they, uh, Austin Hooper went to the Browns for the highest paying contract in uh, tight end history. I think. He's getting, or, yeah, I don't know if he's making highest, more than I think he's boys. highest in the league he's right now. Highest in the league right now. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Austin Hooper deserves that contract. The Falcons are. The Falcons love getting their guys good stats and going seven and nine. That's the Falcons' way. Huge stat team. And somehow people were hyping up the. Browns again on Twitter, like they didn't learn their lesson from last yes, year. Yes, that Bleacher Report that is one of the worst tweets I've ever seen. Baker's weapons next year. Baker might not even be starting by week eight next year because he looks like he can't throw the ball anymore. He's horrible now. I that was a, that was a horrible tweet by Bleacher Report. If you haven't seen that, you got to go check that one out. Baker's weapons next year. Fire emoji listing like twelve guys, half of them Najoku. You should not be listening to Joku <laughs> on any weapon list. That guy can't catch. That guy's not even playing. And yeah, I I'm not a huge fan of that Austin Hooper signing personally, but I saw somewhere that the Vikings offensive coordinator is he's their new head coach. He's trying to like recreate his offense with two running backs. What? 
this Vikings offensive coordinator that's the Browns coach. He's trying to get oh, guys okay. with similar skill sets okay. that he had on the Vikings last year. So it's like OBJ and Jarvis are the new Diggs and Thielen. Baker is like Kirk in some way. And the, the two two tight ends, I guess he used Rudolph and Irv Smith Jr. last year. So he's got two tight ends now. And he's got two running backs. And I don't know. But, it yeah, I don't think the I'm, – I'm never buying into the Browns again because that was a horrible decision by anyone who did, including myself. Um. Yeah, I I got nothing left on NFL free agency. Yeah, neither do I. I mean, I scrolled, I scrolled down this ESPN NFL free agency tracker and nothing Patriots related comes up. Just Tom Brady leaving and no no signings on here at all. The the franchise tag that Joe Tooney came up that was it. So I don't Patriots know Patriots not making much of a move in free agency. Yeah, it's I don't know what's gonna happen. I mean, right now if the season were to start today with that roster, I think they probably. I don't think they won the division. I think the Bills won the division. You can go eight and eight, or I think yeah, it'd probably go. At, I don't. It depends how Stenham is. Obviously, like that's a huge part of it. And personally, I'm not a believer in that guy at all. I think Cody Kessler will probably be starting by week eight. I think mm-hmm. I, I didn't add this in. Stit, like I yeah, I'm a Stenham hater. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the Patriots' plan is. They I saw today a tweet that said, uh, the Patriots, the Patriots were not never in on Teddy Bridgewater. They have a plan. But I, some guy with a checkmark tweeted that. I forgot who it was. but I th- Actually, I think it was Diana Rossini or something on ESPN. Uh, but it says they have a plan. Is all the, That's all the tweets said, according to sources or something. So I don't know what their plan is, but it better be good. Because as a Patriots fan, come to expect a lot. So Greatest coach of all time. Greatest team builder of all time. I'd, I'd like to see a big move here. I'd like to see a new quarterback. I don't want to watch Jared Stidham. We already saw him playing. He didn't, he didn't bring a lot to a table. Bring a lot to the table. So, yeah, that's all I got on NFL free agency. Yeah. All right. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at bias underscore underscore opinion. Then we got a new episode coming after this uh, about coronavirus and sports being canceled.